quick reminder before we start the show. Feel free to subscribe. Once you subscribe to the podcast, you'll get timely notifications whenever I drop a new episode. Much appreciated. And without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to a cozy episode of Stress, Depressed, and Anxious with your host, Local Neighborhood Baby. I'm recording this late night. That's right. It's late, it's at night, and I want you to get into your comfiest, coziest pajamas and then tuck yourself into your warm little blankies and tune in because this one is for the big girls and the big boys. Not physically big just adults you know what I mean the grown-up babies let's get into it so it's December a crazy month a mad dash into the new year lots of money being spent lots of sadness for people who feel lonely tons of acts of kindness going on it's crazy out there But I want to talk about what sometimes happens for a lot of people and for me in the past. December can sometimes just come up out of nowhere. It seems like the entire year has flew by and people start to look around and realize, oh my goodness, all those resolutions I made for this year, all of those things that I wanted to come to fruition they haven't. How is it that another year has pretty much gone by? And then without fail, you start to get a little bit down on yourself. You start to gain the holiday weight and get all these questions asked of you at the Christmas parties. But then you bootstrap yourself up and January 1st, you've got all these resolutions and you're back at it again. Repeating the same tired little cycles. Well, for me, this December is different. Or at least it's starting off different. And I'm hopeful that it'll continue that way. I was the same way every single year. But I've started to think and focus instead of what went wrong what didn't happen this year being on my mind I started to think about what I wanted next year to look like and how I could get there how I could start preparing to get there the thing is 
it's so easy to think about what you want to happen. It's super easy to dream and have these big goals. I've always been a person that was fully capable and loved to come up with these big goals and dream all of these dreams for myself. So I find that extraordinarily easy to do. But what always became a problem was actually putting plans together and taking action and keeping up with the momentum that you might find January 1st and 2nd and 3rd. It just doesn't seem to get you through the entire year. It doesn't seem to last. And before you know it, you've veered off path and you've given up. Well, when I think about preparing for next year, I thought about what I might need, what I need to be armed with. And that, my friends, my cozy little babies, is discipline. And the thing about discipline is, for one, I've never really had a full grasp on it. I, a lot of times I say that I lack discipline, but I don't really think that that's accurate. I think there were times where maybe I wasn't interested at all, whatsoever, in being disciplined. Got in the way of what I wanted to do of my free-spirited, rock-and-roll kind of mindset and lifestyle. It just wasn't for me. Even though, if asked, I would say, "Mm, I lack discipline. At other times, I truly felt that it was just something that I was incapable of. You know, some people had it, and some people didn't. I felt that I tried, you know, to have discipline. I listened to motivational speakers, I've read books, I looked at people who seemed to have it figured out, and I just couldn't hack the life. So it started to become something that I said that I just didn't have. The truth is, it's not that I ever lacked discipline, it's just that I never figured out how to be disciplined. Because everybody that I listened to talked about what they did, which was essentially do what they said they were going to do. That's what discipline is, right? You say you're going to wake up at a certain time, so you wake up at that time. And you say you're going to do your chores on Tuesday, so you do your chores on Tuesday. Discipline. I just couldn't figure out how to do it. How to do it with no motivation, how to do it with depression, how to do it with anxiety and racing thoughts, how to do it on a good day or a bad day or a day where I just didn't want to. I couldn't figure it out. Sometimes I couldn't even figure out what the point was. I mean, why are we waking up at 5 a.m.? You know, what is the point of that? What does it do for us, really? Well, like most things in my life, it takes time. It takes time to build up. And it takes time to figure out. After 
reading, or rather listening, Audible. Shout out to Audible, even though I'm not sponsored. That's okay. I love it. After listening to a book called Atomic Habits, which was extremely helpful that I talked about in past episodes, I started to think about habits. That was a couple months ago. And I fully recommend for anyone to listen to that book or to read it. Whatever strikes your fancy. Personally, I listened to it while I was in the shower for several days in a row. In any case, it helped me to figure out the simple science of habit forming. I know a lot of us have read or heard the thing about doing something for 21 days straight and that's how a habit is formed and I'm sure that's true but this book really broke it down and incredibly simply too and it helped me to understand how to build up a habit so I did I built up a morning routine and a night routine that I stuck to even when I couldn't really get out of bed to do much of anything else. It worked, folks. It really did. Then months went by and recently I figured out that discipline is made up of habits. You can't really count on yourself as a human being to deliver on every promise, to do things because you say that you'll do them or because you want to do them or because you know you should. It can't work like that for everything. It just doesn't work like that for everything. At least not for me. What does work is habits. Your body and your mind, they're systems. They thrive off of routines and habits. And maybe you think you don't have a routine, but you do. You do have a routine. You might think that you don't have habits, but you do have habits, whether they're good or bad. They're habits. You do them. These are the things that you can naturally do without thinking about it. I mean, when we think about our circadian rhythms even, how our bodies know when it's time to sleep. Even when you think about food and dieting and all that shit, if you just eat at the same times every day, you start to get hungry right around lunch and right around dinner. Those systems work extremely well. It's why you might notice that kids thrive off of routines and habits. If you make the bed every morning, it becomes super easy to make the bed every morning. You don't think about it. You just do it. It just happens. And that feeds into the discipline. The hardest part about it is kind of kickstarting the habit. Right? The first couple of times you have to do it is the hardest. But that's where motivation comes in. So just think. 
you might be feeling motivated to make a change in your life, a small change, whatever it is. Let's call it making the bed. You're motivated to do that and you tell yourself, you know what, tomorrow morning I'm going to make the bed. And you get up and you're pumped and you make that bed. It's great. You feel great about it. Now, how do you keep that motivation going? Sometimes you're motivated for two or three or four days and sometimes it's just that one day. How can you keep the momentum going? It's a question that I asked myself in order to help form these habits. So here's what I did. First, I sat down and I wrote out what I wanted my life to look like, as cheesy as it sounds. But I do it in my head all the time. I mean, you probably do too, if you're anything like me, dreaming about the most outlandish dreams and even dreaming about maybe more realistic things, but just out of your reach because you don't want to do the work and you haven't done the work to get there. I looked at different areas like physical, emotional, spiritual, social, family, romance, all these different areas of life. I put it onto categories and I physically wrote them down into a little notebook. And then I typed them up. But in the notebook, I kind of made it more arbitrary. Like, make a friend. And then, digitally, when I was typing it, I started to think about what actions could lead to that. Of course, this is just an example. I really don't give a shit about making a friend right now. Although, I guess that wouldn't be bad. In any case, I wrote down actions, like what would lead to that? What is the first thing you could do? What's the smallest first thing you could do? Even if it's just step outside of the house more. Or join an online community of people that have a like-minded interest in something that you have an interest in. Whatever that small first step that you could take was the smallest first thing that you could do. That's what I broke down each life point, each thing I wanted to see for myself. I did that digitally. And I think by writing it and by typing it and by thinking about it, it started to take root in my brain like a seed planted like something that just felt real. And then I took it one step further. What's the benefit? So let's just say one of my life dreams was to write a book, get a, write a book, get it published, right? Then I broke that down into the smallest possible first step. And that 
was read, read more, and then read a book, and then read a book this month, one book. And then I had to write what the benefit would be. The benefit to reading one book would be to improve my writing. Books are inspirational. Reading helps you write better. It helps your vocabulary. These are things most people know. So I put that there as a reminder. What what is the what is the payoff of doing this, of reading this one book this month? And I could read a lot more than one book a month. But baby steps, smallest possible thing. So I wrote down what I was going to do and the benefit. And then (laughs) I took it a step further. And I broke it down even more. I wrote out my monthly goals. Because there were so many different areas of life and so many different things I could do. But it's like, what is December going to be about? What am I going to focus on in December? What's going to be those things? So I took those, narrowed down my list into what I thought I could accomplish in the month of December. But before I made the list or before I narrowed it down, I did think about, once again, what I needed. I needed discipline. And discipline is formed with habits. And so putting that list together of those things that I felt I could accomplish in December was important because then I could break it down into what I was going to do per week to make that happen. So if I wanted to post two podcast episodes, let's just say, well, then I wrote out a weekly checklist. Did I post my two podcast episodes? And then I wrote out daily, daily things. What was I going to do daily? I broke those down into to-do list, essentially. Checklist, more like it, you know, that I could check off because that does give me a serotonin boost. Checking things off, little task, little things that I have to do. Nothing like a checklist to make you feel accomplished. So I broke it down and broke it down until I had daily habits. Wake up at 7.30 a.m. Do X, Y, Z. It had small, easy habits. Things that I felt that were doable for me. Organize into these little checklists and then my weeklies and then for the whole month. And I also have set up a daily actual to-do list, a task list 
because the daily list that I was checking off or that I am checking off is just a listing of more like habits, you know, get to bed by 10.30 p.m., you know, follow my meal plan, wake up at 7.30, those types of habits. Then my to-do list was actual tasks that I wanted to accomplish for each day. So I broke it down and broke it down and broke it down again. And the next thing I knew, I was staring at a very well-structured, easy-to-follow plan. Just a full plan laid out in front of me. One that I no longer just thought about in an arbitrary way. One that didn't have to live in my head. One that I could see visually and cross off and feel good about. And then, and then I started executing it. And I made it easy for myself to execute it, you know? It's not like I'm saying I'm going to wake up at 7.30 and then just hoping that I do. I set the alarm. I made it happen. And it's so far so great, guys. But the whole point is that I have more discipline. I have more discipline going into the new year because if I could pull off everything that I've planned for this month, if I could check all those check boxes every single day for a month, then I will have gained some muscle. Not physically, but figuratively. I will have gained some muscle, some disciplined muscle, some foundation so that when I do make resolutions or when I do make these goals that I know that I'm going to make for the next year, I will be more disciplined. I'll have that foundation. Won't just be something I'm saying, oh, I'm going to do this. It'll be something that I am realistic about and something that I have the discipline to execute. And I was very big on doing the smallest possible things, breaking them down and breaking them down and cutting them in half to what I thought I could do. Because I can easily get derailed if I fail. It's just a character flaw. I'm not the get back up again easily type of person. I've tripped and fell before. And I stayed on the ground. I didn't laugh it off. I stayed on the ground. And that's just how I am. And it sucks. So I have to break it down small as possible because you can always increase the goal. You can always surpass the goal, you know, but if you start off too big and you fail, you just lose momentum and that, that really sucks. So I set myself up for success 
And I gotta say, guys, that muscle is growing. So I thought I'd share that with you because I think it's good this month to spend some time thinking about, first, what you want to have in your suit of armor. What do you want to be armed with going into the new year? What do you need? Do you need growth? Do you need what? Whatever, whatever it is that you need. I know I need the discipline. (laughs) Big time. I need the discipline if I'm going to have a hope of doing anything at all next year. Anything of substance. Anything that I know that I want to do. But think about what you need and then write it down. Write what you want your life to look like. I mean, that was such a helpful exercise, you guys. I know that some of you, if you're still listening to this, might be thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not going to sit here and run an essay on what I want my life to be like. Do it in your own style, man. Just get out a pen and a piece of paper. Do bullet points. Do whatever you want. It's yours. But write it down. Even if it seems crazy at first, even if it's wild at first, write it down, narrow it down organize it and before you know it you'll have a blueprint that you can follow I mean it's so easy for me to forget things I have racing thoughts it's part of the whole generalized anxiety disorder think about a million things at once negative self-talk is a real thing and it happens to me (laughs) a lot I can get so easily distracted But waking up every day, knowing what my objectives are, being able to look at them, being able to check them off and highlight them and see my progress has been so helpful. And it's made me feel good about the month so far. I mean, are you kidding me? Last year, this time of the month... I mean, go back and listen to the podcast if you want. That was not my mindset at all whatsoever. But I don't have to worry about what I need to do next or need to do next or need to do next after that. I don't need to get overwhelmed about it because I can see it. I can look at it. It's not too much. It's not too little. It's just right. So try it. I used to really not give a shit about myself as much, but I think we all should. I think that it's the disease telling us not to give a shit about ourselves because no one else ever has. Who cares? Try it. Just bet on yourself a little bit. You know, take a chance, whatever. I think it's worth it. And it's, if that's helpful at all, it's working for me. And and I'm such a fuck up. I mean, again, you want to go back and listen to old episodes of this podcast, you'll realize that I am such a fuck up. 
So coming from a fuck up, (laughs) try it. It works. It's great. It's been great. And this foundation of discipline and the subsequent growth that just sort of comes along with it will be something that I can stand on in January and February and March and when things get hard and when things go smoothly. It makes me excited because I don't feel so lost and I can focus on one thing at a time. You know, people have been telling me that for years, focus on one thing at a time because I would talk about all of my goals and all of my dreams and how I was going to do all of these things in like the next week. (laughs) And it was hilariously unrealistic, but I didn't want to hear it. And they would say, well, just can you just slow, slow down a little bit, just take it one step at a time. And I'd be thinking, you don't believe in me. You're just saying that because you're a hater. And then, of course, I would fail. And I felt like they were happy that I failed. And maybe to some degree they were. But at the end of the day, it's finally sunk in what that means. Take it one step at a time. You know, before I would say... If I say I'm going to publish a book, then I need to know how long that's going to take. It's going to take six months. So I need to write. And I need to write every single day. And I have the time to do it. And if I don't have the time, I'll make time to do it. Because it's important. So I'm going to get up every day. And I'm going to write and write and write. I'm going to make this happen for myself. And I've heard people say shit like this in motivational talks. And... Maybe they pulled it off. But you know what I'm starting to think? They had foundations of discipline. They had discipline to start off with. Nice groundwork laid. And so they were able to execute a daily task like that. I don't have that. And I think that's okay. I have to build it. I have to build that muscle. And honestly, it's kind of fun. It may not sound that fun, but it really is. I mean, seriously, do not underestimate a checklist. I mean, at the end of the day, seeing everything all checked off, checking it off is amazing. And all these little apps that are there for productivity, like Todoist, Notion, and all these different things that let you check things off, and they give you the little confetti feels so good unbelievably good and I thrive you guys from positive encouragement so even a little thing like a burst of confetti makes me feel amazing in any case I just want you guys to be successful at whatever it is that you're trying to do at whatever resolutions you would make I want you guys to be happy and healthy, and that's coming from someone who isn't necessarily those things right now, but 
baby steps, okay? Baby steps. Let's go on this journey together. Anyways, I don't want to keep you guys up too much longer. So make yourself a little hot chocolate. Make yourself some chamomile tea. Whatever you're into. Sip away and meditate and don't look at your phone after this and get some sleep because we've got plenty to accomplish in December in the best way. All right, babies, I love you all. I wish you a day, month, week, year free of stress, depression, and anxiety. Until next time, bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, a rating and review would be much appreciated. This will help boost the visibility of the podcast and help our little community grow hopefully leading to more people feeling less alone. If you want to keep up with me, feel free to follow me on Twitter. You can find me at SD underscore anxious. That's S as in stressed, D as in depressed, underscore anxious. You can tweet at me anytime and my DMs are open. If you want to shoot me an email, you can email me at localneighborhoodbaby at gmail.com. Last but certainly not least, you can definitely reach me via the website. S is in stressed, D is in depressed, anxious.com. That's sdanxious.com. You can find links to listen to the show on any of your favorite listening platforms. You can listen right from the website as well. And you can subscribe to the weekly newsletter, which drops every Wednesday. You can even interact with me on the chat box or send me a voice note, which I personally love. Next, if you'd like to donate to the show, you can do that from the website as well. And I would really appreciate your support in improving the quality. If you want to share this episode or any of the others with your friends, feel free. And if you're listening via Spotify, you can always find a poll or a Q&A question to answer. I'd love to hear your thoughts. All right, I hope this helped you in some small way, even if all it did was entertain you and distract you from your thoughts. I really appreciate you, and I appreciate that you listened, and I hope you have a great rest of your week. Bye!